What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Big Buddy Life, the most hype podcast of all time. Today, I got a really, really cool guest for y'all that like, you know, like music, stuff in the music industry, want to get into that. I got the guy here. I got my boy, Brandon. How you doing today, Brandon? What's good, guys? I'm doing good. Life's doing good. So, Brandon, how about you tell us, like, I was going to I was gonna introduce you, but no one knows yeah. you more than you. So, how about right. you introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, and yeah, just talk to us. All right. Uh, who I am. Uh, my name is Brennan Saunders. I was born in Seattle, Washington in 2000, so I'm 21 years old. Um, what I like to do, I like to make music. Um, I like to teach. People don't know that about me. I actually volunteer at some schools in, like, nice. special education. Uh, awesome. I have a big family. I have eight siblings. I love them very much. Uh, my mom's name is Deanne. My dad's name is Bob. Um, yeah, I was raised in a small town north of Seattle, 45 minutes. Uh, lived in Seattle pretty much my whole life, Seattle area pretty much my whole life. Um, I love people. I love dogs. Um, I love creating things. I like, I like seeing ideas come to fruition. And I like, I like playing my part and I like uh, being a part of creative processes. So that's who I am. Of course, of course. And I know Brandon's not just like, you know, just some person. Like he's done a lot of amazing things. I believe you produced Blueberry Fuego for Lil Mosey, right? Yeah, I co-produced it. Yep. Oh, wow. How was that? Like, how how was did you it? get the opportunity? <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's a pretty cool story. Um, pretty much, bro, I, I graduated high school and uh, I was down bad. I was making music. You know, I was doing some shows here and then. But uh, I... Uh, made the decision to start up a recording studio and I had known how to mix and master and like record myself but I just figured I was like bro it's not really working just for me to just worry about myself and like take care of myself so I figured that I could just tap into the uh, the market in Seattle uh and and start recording people so one thing led to another and my work my name started to get around of just like having a fire sound that people like uh -huh. just would sound filthy just in the studio um, so one thing led to another. I ended up connecting with his camp. I ended up connecting with uh, my brother, JD. Uh, I ended up producing all his music. And JD was his best friends with Mosey. So uh, that ended up, that connection ended up just happening organically one day after uh, he had a show in Seattle. He's actually from Seattle too. So it was his last show on the tour. And so I guess he was going to be kicking it in Seattle for a while afterwards. So after his show, uh, who I, I was actually there, but I actually ended up leaving over some stuff but um i wake up 6 a.m from a text from jd saying hey bro mosey's trying to get in the studio oh and I, wow. was like, I was like he's like do you have time and I, at the time you know mosey's like the biggest artist in seattle since you know macklemore and sir mix a lot oh yeah and everyone knows so I was, right and so i was like bro i'll make time i'm pretty sure i had a studio session i had to cancel it uh, -huh. uh shout out shout out my boy preston i had to cancel on him sorry uh <laughs> But yeah, bro, I ended up ended up having him over to the crib. Uh, but you know, fast forward a little bit, I ended up reaching out to my bro Callan, who's like the damn Callan tag on the beat. Um, so he produced the beat, and uh, I messaged him. I was like, "Bro, Mosey's coming over tonight. I need you to send me your best five beats. Send me oh, your yeah. best five beats. I'm going to get you a placement." And he's like, "Swear to God!" Like he like jumped out of his seat. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just a small, he was just a small producer from Seattle. Oh yeah, you know he had, he had some, like, oh shit, it's you know what I mean? right, like, right. Yeah. 
So he wow. had some local buzz, but I knew, I knew if Mosey heard his beats that he would like them. Oh, yeah. So I just, I was just thinking, how do I get Mosey to hear this? So this was the perfect opportunity. So I hit him up. He sent me his best five beats. Uh, so I was at the studio waiting for Mosey forever. And uh, bro said he was pulling up at like four. And bro, if you don't know rappers, bro, one thing about rappers, bro, they take forever, bro. And when they say four, they really mean eight. Um, <laughs> so it was pretty If funny. they mean eight, like, they mean like 10. Right, exactly, bro. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, he, he was, um, he had like a doctor's appointment or something. Mm. And I don't know, I was just waiting for him. Like he had all his bros at my house too. Like, like everyone that was like with him was at my house, but he wasn't at my house. So I was just waiting there. And, you know, I got, I got little siblings. I got siblings in high school at the time and, you know, they knew who he was. So they were all really excited. And I was like, Oh, I want to beat him and all that. Right. And I was like, bro, this is business. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta keep it cool. (laughs) You know, I'm we're trying to make music. Like, and keep in mind, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm still a really big fan of his, of his music to this day. So I was yeah. excited myself to meet him because I never met him, you know, personally. Mm-hmm. And you know, so you know, it's like nine o'clock at this point, and his bros have been at my house for like, like six hours. You know, I'm just like waiting for him. And keep in mind, I'm in my bedroom. Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm making music to literally from my bedroom at my parents' uh-huh. house. Yeah. So I have all my siblings there, all my family, and then I'm just in my bedroom. And my older brother's bedroom is connected to my bedroom. Oh, so wow. for him to, in order for him to leave his bedroom, he's got to walk through my bedroom. So I got like just a bunch of moving parts and it's just like, it's just not a professional setting, yeah. but it's just like organic, you know? So I was just like, I was just like, kind of like, I was like, oh, I hope like this is like going to be good. But I was like, I was, I was doing. So wow. it's nine o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock rolls around. Mosey finally pulls up. JD tells me, yeah, Mosey just got here. So I go downstairs. Was he like, I yo, just, sorry, I'm late? Like, did you say any of that or just hold up? Nah, bro. No, there's no apology, bro. There's no time. Because it's like he's here, you know? And it's like I'm yeah. I'm getting to be able to work with a superstar, you know, in my eyes. So I'm, so I'm like, you know, I'm on his time at the end of the day. So oh, yeah. um, so I, I open the door, bro, and I see him and his brother. And his brother looks just like him. Like, his <laughs> brother is literally like a twin version of him, bro. I kid you not. Looks literally just like him. His name is Noah. Shout out Noah. He just had a kid. He's getting married. Shout out him. Uh, but I like. I'm like looking. I'm like. I don't know which one's which. Oh I'm wow. Like, <laughs> no, like I, I deep down I knew because I think Mosey had a chain on, so I knew. But it was just kind of funny. Um, yeah. So he walks up. He walks up the stairs, and then he. Uh, I just dapped him up. You know, there's like a Seattle dap, so I just hit him with the Seattle dap, and then uh, we just connected. You know, I had a bunch of dogs at the time. And so every time an artist came over to my house, the dogs would just go crazy. So they barking, <laughs> and my mom was there and she was like holding the dogs back. And, you know, he was he was polite enough to just introduce himself to pretty much most of my family. Like my parents are right there. Yeah. And, you know, he was just, he's just really down to earth guy. He just like introduced himself. So then we walk up the stairs and I sit on my I sit on my uh, chair and, you know, he sits right next to me. And I'm kind of like taken back by it because I'm like. He's got all his bros here and he tapped in with them, but he's just like right in my face. And I'm like, I was totally just not expecting him to be like that. Like he was so kind and genuine. He was like, he was sitting there asking me about myself and like, what do I do? And like how I've been doing it and who I've been working with. He was just really showing love to me. And like, that's just crazy because bro, 
the thing about the music industry, industry like engineers, they can be kind of disrespected and they can be kind of just like used as like oh yeah, just kind of like just kind of like slave work. Honestly, it's just kind of oh, like yeah. you're you're not really appreciated for what you do. You just kind of you're just giving them a service. Of course, you don't and care I, about you know, their well-being. They're just like oh, he's doing it for. Me. They don't even talk to them. Right, you're, right. Yeah. You're, doing it for, you're doing it for me, and a lot of people have ego. But you know, that's the first thing that made me uh, that I really appreciate about uh, Mosey is that he was just so down to earth. And, he just cared about me and made me feel like a human being. And, you know, that that meant a lot to me. So um, that was really dope. And so then we started talking about music. I started, you know, asking him about himself. And uh, we started just chopping it up. Artist I was working with at the time, my bro Xavier, uh, was getting some buzz. And I asked him if he knew him. He said, yeah, he's been checking him out and stuff. Because, um, like, well, I'm over here trying to build, like, the local Seattle scene at the time. And so, yeah. you know, I was trying to, like, just tap in with people, you know, just trying to give people opportunities. And uh, so he told me that he knew him and he knew his song. It's called Team. And I was like, oh, do you know who produced that song? He's like, nah. I'm like, it's my bro, Callan. He's like, for real? And I'm like, yeah, I got I got some beats for him. He's like, for sure. And he's like, but I want to I wanna listen to these beats real quick. And I'm like, for sure. So bro goes on YouTube and looks up a type beat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you know anything about type beats, bro, but it's like, uh-huh. There's just so many, like, everywhere. And I think he looked up Lil Baby type beat. And this was oh, a time wow. where, like, Lil Baby was kind of buzzing. But, you know, you think your own artist would look up your own type beat, right? Yeah. But he didn't do that. It was just kind of funny. And, you know, he was he was on my computer. The thing about Mosey, he's really hands-on. He'll really, like, he'll really sit on your computer and, like, go through the files and, like, really oh, put wow. his hands all over it. He's kind of funny like that. I don't know yeah. a lot of artists like that. But he... uh he uh, starts going on the computer, and I, I I tap, and I'm like, hey, bro, like these are cool and whatever, but I got a crazy beat pack for you. He's like, for real? I'm like, yeah, bro, let me play it for you. He's like, for sure. The first beat I play him was the Blueberry Fago beat. It was called oh, wow. Paradise, Ni- Paradise 99. And he listens to it. He's like, it's just fire. And I'm like, yeah, it is fire. He's like, next. So I play him another beat. And then keep in mind, there's only five beats in the pack, so I don't got much, I don't got much ammunition. So then he, uh, he's like, next. He's like, this one's fire, too. Because they were all hits. Like, all the beats were fire. Um, he's like, next. So we go through the whole pack. And he's like, mm. like, he almost got on the last beat. But then he's like, all right, let's just go with the first one. <laughs> so then I just, I it. was still it stuck up. on his mind. Yeah, it was still in the back of his head. So he, uh, he ended up just um, jumping on it, bro. And it's crazy because I was listening to the files of the project and he didn't even like at first when he heard the beat he tried like writing a love song to it oh wow! and it was and it wasn't like the melody or the the hum to blueberry fago at all it was completely different and you know mosey's real patient in the studio so he's just sitting there and he's just being real patient with himself and then he uh he's trying something and he's just he's honest with himself and he's like nah this ain't it and so then he goes into his notes and he found a written that he had had for a while he opened it up and it was like the blueberry fago like hook and so then he started humming that to it and he was like uh, 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 uh. yeah and uh and then it like started to come to life a little bit and so yeah bro we i i helped him out like kind of with the structure he told me that he wanted to make it like pull up like he wanted to just be a real fast song uh-huh. like he wanted just a, a hook a verse and another hook yeah and it was real and it was really cool because i was I was able to like give him like my two cents on like what I think he should do too. So that was like 
that yeah. was really cool for him to just like input on to it. just to just listen to me and like yeah I take what I had to say seriously uh just because like you know I don't really open my mouth unless I'm really sure about something yeah so yeah we recorded the verse we recorded the hook and then um I told him to do dubs and ad-libs on it and then he just busted it out and wow. uh it was it was really cool it's good and, to be uh, like listen to like that's gotta feel good like yo like no nah, for sure no nah, for oh, yeah. sure you know and because I'm, you know, keep in mind, like, every artist that I'm working with at this time, I'm used to just, like, telling them what to do, almost. Like, they would come into the studio, and they wouldn't really be rappers. Like, they'd be just trying to be rappers. So I'd just be like, hey, bro, do this, and then do this, and then do this. So I was really, like, kind of executive producing all the tracks that I was working on, unless I was really, you know, working with the artist who knew exactly what he wanted. Mm-hmm. I often knew what I wanted for the artist. So I, I would be able to just, like, help them in their creative process so i just kind of you know a lot of a lot of engineers like would be afraid to just like say this stuff because they just they're kind of just used to getting bullied around but i like to think of like what i do is not really just like an engineering position but it's more of like a executive producing uh executive producer so yeah bro he finished the song and guess what dave guess what happened what happened bro he looks around and goes all right who wants to get on it oh my lord (laughs) and he's got he's got all his bros there Oh my and God. there's 10 people there and there's people who don't even really rap in there. Yeah. He's like, and he's just with his bros. He's like, he's like, so who wants to get on it? And all his bros were like, I think if I remember correctly, people were like, nah, bro, like you got to keep this for yourself. I yeah. think the one bro, Marco was about to get on it, but you know, this, the, since Mosey ended up coming so late, uh, you know, I, I think it was a weekday. No, it definitely uh-huh. was a weekday. My family had school the next day. Like my my siblings had school the next uh-huh. day, so I couldn't be up bumping music. Um, yeah. So we had we had to end the session after Mosey finished that one song, and so then I tapped in with him. You know, I sent him the record. I called Callan, the producer of the beat. I called him. I'm like, bro, you'll never believe what happened, bro. We got one, and he freaked out, bro. Oh, yeah. I sent it to I sent it to him, bro. And he, oh, wow. he literally, like, freaked out, bro. He was like, bro, this is so good. <laughs> bro, I, like, invited my whole family. Song, like, one session? Bro, one session. Bro, one hour. Damn. So we finished the first version in one hour. But wow. later he ended up coming in. Uh, he ended up coming and we added a second verse to it because the label wanted to put it out. But, bro, crazy, in my man. spirit, bro, I knew that it was his best song. Like, it, it was it, so it weird. Like, I, it's like his most memorable. If you think of like Lil Mo, you think of that song. At least in my opinion. Right. right exactly. Exactly. You know, some some of the more seasoned fans, you know, maybe they have an album cut that they like, but most people will say that that's their favorite song. Oh yeah. And it's just an honor to be able to play a part be on a part something that's it. memorable and that's that's been a that, that's affected people's lives and that's you know changed oh. his life and you know Colin's life and my life forever. So it's oh, it's yeah, a blessing. Definitely. But bro, I remember, bro, my little sister, but my little sister, Allie, bro, she's like my, literally my twin, bro. I love her to death. Uh She, I like invited her into the room when she had like all her friends over one time. And, you know, obviously Mosey's like a celebrity in the high schools and stuff. Of course. So they were, they they were kind of tweaking, but like my little sister was like, bro, this is so crazy. Like, I need you to send this to me. And I like couldn't send it to her, but I was like, I'll play it for you if you want to hear it. You know, it's like on my computer in my bedroom. But it was just crazy because, like, before it was released, everyone that listened to it loved it. Like, it was just, like, such an unreal feeling. Like, literally every single person, like, just knew. And then, bro, it blew up on TikTok. And then it blew up everywhere. So, yeah, that's that's how we made it, bro. 
that did that that's a lot like, <laughs> that's something you remember probably for the rest of your life like you know what oh, I mean? for sure. oh yeah it's one of those sure. yeah you know what i mean like that's crazy bro uh what's up? do you like have you made any other music since then like have you produced for any other like big rappers and stuff since then one second i'm smacking under uh the jimmy johns one second you go you go um have I produced for other people since yeah. then? Yeah. For sure, bro. So, uh-huh. at the time, I was making music for pretty much every person in Seattle, bro. And, wow. you know, a couple of names, OTF, Donnie P, uh, Xavier Weeks, Zayside, uh, Young Row, uh, my bro Stance, my bro Josh Reynolds, my bro Patrick, Patrick Reynolds, he goes by Tehong. I go. I, there's just a bunch of locals that I worked with. Let me let me think of some more people. Yeah, uh, bro, TZ. Uh, yeah, a bunch of people. That's locally. Um, okay. after I made Blueberry, after I made Blueberry Figo though, bro, I I got flown out to LA from JD. He put me on the bummiest flight ever. He put me on a Spirit Spirit flight. It was probably cost him thirty dollars, uh-huh. and and I had a seven hour layover in Las Vegas. And <laughs> just wow. to go to LA, bro, it was the worst fight. I'd be calling him for it. Um, but I went out there to record him. But funny story, bro. I'm at Mosey's house, and you know, I guess his door is just open, like to everybody. And I'm sitting there, and guess who walked in the front door? Who? Kid Leroy. Oh wow. He, before he was Kid Leroy. And That's Ian Dior. And, and Ian Dior. They literally just walk in this bro's crib and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I know who, I don't know who Kid Leroy is at the time, but I know who Ian Dior is because he starts popping off and I'm sitting there and I got the mic set up and I got my speakers and I got my computer and I'm over here like, bro, we need to make a record. Like (laughs) what? Like I'm with some hit makers right now. We need to make a record. Mosey wasn't even at his house. He wasn't even home. And so I'm like, all right, bro, I'm about to just chop it up with these dudes. So I went over to Ian and kid Leroy and uh I just said I'm like hey guys I got a studio you guys want to record they're like yep and so you know I had to put my bro on John Luther I I told him to send me the craziest beat he could send me like in 30 (laughs) seconds he ended up signing internet money so he ended up he ended up doing his thing but he sent me this like guitar beat and uh kid Leroy and uh and Ian Dior they liked it so they jumped on it and I think it was just a loop at the time. I don't even know if there was drums to it. Yeah, yeah. But they, but bro, I recorded Ian first. But then, bro, when Leroy got on the mic, keep in mind, he was a kid with a buzz cut and some messed up teeth. He was young, I'm thinking, yeah. bro, I had no idea who this kid was, bro. He gets on the mic and, like, my mic was turned up. Like, the input on the mic was turned up. Bro's voice was so loud. I had to like turn down like my mic all the way. It was so funny. And his vocals were just so good. I was just like, wow, like this guy is this guy's really talented. Like instantly I thought like post Malone. Like he had that kind of vibrato, that kind of like smoky, that kind of smoky sound. Like, bro, if this kid, if this kid makes the right records, bro, he's out of here. And I remember tapping in with him, getting his number and stuff. And um, I ended up like looking him up on Instagram because I didn't even know who he was. He had like 30k. On Instagram, he had like this was his first time in LA, I think. Oh, and yeah, this was yeah. before this was before he was working with Juice and all that. This was 2019, so this is old, old. Okay, it's it's crazy thinking about like in retrospect, like crazy to see what someone could did do. He, like, did he ever shout a song man. with you or no? Uh, uh-uh. 
They never ended up dropping that record, but they should have because it was a really good record, honestly. Oh, yeah. You met him, like, before he blew up. That's cool, bro. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's a lot. Is Would you say, like, would, would you ever drop your own music, though? Like, with you yeah. guys and stuff? Yeah, so I don't even know if I'm going to be rapping, but I'm actually working on my own album right now. Um, oh wow, nice. Yeah, I'm working on a debut album. And it's crazy because like I don't even know what it's about to be. Like I keep having like a vision for it and then I make a song and I'm like, nah, I'm like this isn't this isn't fitting with my vision, but it's like it's fire. So I feel like I'm trying to just like create as much music as I can right now and then pick songs that, you know, make me feel something in my heart and that hopefully inspire people and that, you know, ignite something in someone. So, like, I'm just really trying to create beautiful music. And if that happens to be me releasing it, then that's that's just what it's going to have to be. So I'm not planning on just, like, being a rapper out the gate or, like, none of that. But I'm just just trying to create beautiful music that's, like, becomes the soundtrack to people's lives. So however I do that, however I do that, we'll see. Time will tell. Exactly. Only God knows. For real. Only God knows for (laughs) real, bro. That's crazy. Did you ever do anything with Uzi? Uzi? Yeah. Nah, I never worked with Uzi. Because I think I think he reposted you one time or something. I don't know if it was you or Will what. Uzi? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, Are you sure? I, that's where I found you. <laughs> he like reposted something like uh of you. That's how I found you. I'm like 99% sure. I might be wrong. No, a little Uzi Vert. Yeah. <laughs> If Lil Uzi Vert reposted me, that's lit. I had no idea though. I don't think he actually just reposted something about you. I I, I think it was you, but like I, yeah. <laughs> it was like once I was a chat. I don't really follow Uzi, but I was just like seeing. I was like, I started paying. I was like, damn, this guy's done like a bunch of crazy shit. So I was like, that's kind of funny. Oh yeah, like reposted. That's crazy. I, yeah. Well, it shout out Uzi. Uzi people, I don't know, but <laughs> it might have been some other white guy. I don't know. Maybe who knows. <laughs> Yeah, because like I usually mass message, so that's why mm. I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. Do you plan on producing for the rest of your life though, or what do you think? Do you like doing this? For sure, for sure. I think I'll always produce music. Oh, that's so far. Just go walking past me. You got the matcha drink from Starbucks. It's so far. You go, you go. <laughs> um, I'm really fasting right now. Like I'm doing this like eight day. You're water fasting? Fast. Oh yeah, it's for Is that for religion. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's like, I mean, it's eight days water fasting. It's not like wrong with them, but no like food at all. Like it's crazy, bro. Is it, like, are you Muslim? No, no, I'm not Muslim. It's Christian? called it's called Jainism. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's tell eight me, days about like that. no food at all. It's basically like, actually, it's a lot, bro. But, you know, we don't really believe in like a soul creator. You get what I'm saying, bro? Like okay. we don't believe like someone created the world and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I hear you. I hear it's you. stuff like that. We believe in rebirth and all that. And like it's like our holiday. And like we're doing like mm. an eight-day water fast, basically. It's just like show. Yeah. Like I haven't anything in four days, like at all. You know what I mean? It's just water. That's it. And you're just only water. Yes, sir. Did you did you smack a bunch of food before you started? Yeah, I mean, I did. It was like my birthday, right? The day before. And I was like already playing on. Like, oh yeah, yeah. So it went crazy, but Thing is, like, I haven't said, like, no matter how much I eat now, like, I'm going to be hungry. Like, I'm starving right now. But, like, it's whatever. I just got to get through, what, like, um, today, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and that's it. Oh, my God, bro. Well, good luck. That's crazy. 
And that's <laughs> and that's fire that you're doing that for yourself, you know? Yep. I mean, that's fire that you're doing that. Like definitely. That takes real discipline. For sure, bro. It's is it's that, tough. Is that why you're doing it? Like for spiritual discipline? Not no, or not is just it? that. I'm doing it for religion, spiritual, but I'm doing it to like lose some weight too. Like I used to be like oh, yeah. crazy shape, bro. Like nine really? during quarantine, like I was like podcasting. Like it was my podcast was doing well too. Like then I was mm-hmm. like, what's it called? Making video game, like making I was, yeah. like, I was making it. Cans I made dropped a few games and stuff. Like with that, I didn't really take care of my body and I gained like 60 pounds, but I've already lost 30 of the pounds. Like you were making, you make video games. Yeah. If you look at my Instagram, you can see it. Like I made, they're not the best though. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like open world zombie shooters and stuff. So yeah. Well, okay. So now I want to know about Dave. Who is Dave? I mean, I'd say like, sure. I'd say I'm just like a game designer podcaster and like, that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I do. I do that. I chill. I'm like trying to be nice to people, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Even like now I'm like trying to get my body right too, but right. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty simple. So you born were you born in Texas? I was born in New Jersey. Mm. Yes, sir. And you then got from a big there, family? like I've lived like the last like what 12 years in Texas. So like yeah, this is all I know. So why'd you guys move to Texas? I mean, bro, like the north sucks, bro. Like everything is so expensive. Oh, like yeah, yeah. yeah it's not bro. just that but dude texas like the taxes are low and everything like it's such a good area oh my god bro bro yeah. what you can get in texas versus what you'd get in new jersey or a place over here in Woodinville, where I oh am, yeah bro it's like quadruple that might be like right. that might be wrong like, but it's something like that oh, yeah. no it's like crazy like like for this house was like what i think like 100k 150k once we went bought it it's like two stories it's nice as a guest room how many how many bedrooms Okay, um, I think it's five or six. Let me see. So Ooh. I have my guest room. I have my, like, parents' room. I got my oh room, my, my sister's room. There's a guest room. There's a media room. I was like, a living room, a game room, everything. And, like, not, not only that, but they're building, like, a PGA golf course. Right, I live in Frisco. Like, they're building, like, a PGA, a PGA golf course. A PGA golf course. Oh, yeah. PGA is, like, coming. You can search it up. I live in Frisco. PGA is coming to Frisco. It's, like, our houses have gone up, like, crazy, bro. Like, Texas is where it's but- is that like new? Yeah, it's still being built though. But like our house price have gone up. Like the value is like crazy now for it. Right when they when they bring something like that to the area. Oh yeah. It just shoot. It just makes stuff shoot up. Frisco like not only anymore, but you spent one of the fastest growing cities. Like this, like it, it, it grows fast, bro. Is it north of? Is it north of Dallas? Yeah, North Frisco. I mean North right. Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was out. It's crazy. Do you, you like the bugs out there though? There's not as many bugs. Like, in the summer, like, well, like, you know, usually it's fine. Like, in the winter, they're not even there. It's like, you know what I mean? But, like, right now, there's mm-hmm. not really not that. There's not as many bugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah bro, like, it's, me, it's pretty chill. Tell me about, wasn't there, like, an ice age, like, in Texas? Bro, that was the worst thing ever. Like, my tell house me about that. Me. Yeah, so that was, like, in February, bro. Literally, bro, like that was hell comes a lot. Like, could you not, bro? And like, oh what pissed God. me off was like, this ain't people like the governor. He just he was in Mexico. I was like, what are you doing, bro? Like, come on now. Like, our <laughs> he's living like, life. Yeah, I don't, I don't care if he's Republican or Democrat, but just like, why were you in Mexico while like we were getting flooded? And then he like blamed his daughter. I was like, bro, like, come on now. Oh my God, it's so stupid. But basically, what happened is Texas has its own power grid, right? And it froze. So basically, like for us, we we had power for like maybe one or two hours a day. It was so random. You never know. 
water didn't work like, it was bad like literally my house got flooded dude like the pipes busted just like the whole house got flooded what like the first floor right like our whole floor is like messed up now like it's it, still it, it, is it still messed up yeah it's, we're getting a new floor now but it's like cracks and stuff like it's crazy dude like didn't that, ha- didn't that happen like everywhere no like some houses it didn't happen my, my house is like 10 years old i guess it was like you know eventually bust both like, a lot of people old. died too it sucked like it was you know what i mean like for the homeless it sucked they were like getting your hands oh, yeah. up through like the microwaves wouldn't work sometimes the power just yeah. randomly go off sometimes they wouldn't be watered like we got water working like fine but it so sucked, was it, wasn't it wasn't it like an ice like wasn't there some ice stuff happening it was, was it just snowing rain? like everywhere bro like, this was it was like literally it was like a joke for us like we were like like the first two days like was like yo snow but after i was like bro we don't like snow no more like it got it got right. through but like, you're not used to, to that. Oh, yeah. Our water, we just, like, we have to, like, sometimes we have to go to a friend's house and get water. Or, like, you know, our bathrooms wouldn't even flush sometimes. Like, I'm not even capping, bro. Like, which would be, we'd have to go to, like, Walmart or something like this. Like, it was bad. Like, there'd be lines and stuff. And it was out in the cold. Like, it was, bro, I don't, like, it was bad. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for telling me about that. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. It was, it was but, not fun. It was cool. It was, like, kind of, like, cool. It's like, yo, we're going, but, nah, it's fine, dude. It was too much. No, I just did a bunch of damage. Oh, yeah, it did. Like, it's kind of suck. But like I said, the only thing that really pissed me off was the fact, like, the I think the center was, like, in Mexico. And then, like, blamed his daughter. and then he blamed his daughter. I was like, bro, like, come on now. Like, he's lit for that, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he does not care. You know, he, he was just litty in Mexico while everyone was just freezing. Oh, yeah. He was just, yeah. He's different for that, for sure. He is, but yeah, it's been like what seven months since it. Like it was, yeah, it was a lot, yeah. bro. So pain. It was so boring. Like it was just, yeah. I felt more bad for like the people who are, like in lower income, bro, because like a lot of them died and stuff. Oh gosh, like houses collapsed and all that. But yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Especially the homeless. Is, is there a good amount of homeless in Texas? Uh, not in like not in my city as much. But like, if you go down to like downtown dallas and stuff there's a lot of houston and like there's a lot it's bro it's bad in seattle bro it's really bad in seattle it is homeless homelessness yeah it's gotta be like i mean it's it's a big city so oh yeah la is a crazy amount of homeless people oh my gosh la is crazy yeah i think it's because a lot of people i think it's like a lot of people try to be like actors and stuff and like it doesn't work out like how does it go i don't know is that not and they true? Just become, and they just become crackheads. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't really know how no, it is. I don't, just, I don't know how it is. I think it's, I think it's mental health. Maybe. I think, it's, I think it's a lot of things. Like, I mean, there's people, obviously drugs, you know, but. No, that's a, I think, it's so expensive there, bro. Like, oh, my God. Like, bro, it's like, really, I think, I think it's really the drugs, bro. I mean, the drugs yeah. are just the, you know, the, the hair that breaks the camel's back, but. Oh yeah. To me, bro, I'll be seeing I'll be seeing people like I'll be looking at them in their eyes and it's like they're they're human, you know, they're just like us, but it's like this, this look, substance, yeah. this substance just has a grip on them. Oh, Whether yeah. it's in in, in the, the mental health is obviously hand in hand with that, you know, like if you, oh, if yeah. you're doing crazy drugs, like your brain chemistry is just gonna be tweaked. So it's like it makes it makes Have sense. You seen like New York City, I no, I've never, I've never been in New York, dude. It's crazy. Like I, I went there. Like I used to go when I was younger. I used to go a lot. Like right next, to, like, um, Jersey, oh, bro. But dude, 
What's up? I said swear. Oh like, yeah, yeah. For real? I think said, I think said, yeah. But there's like so many people just doing drugs and stuff. Like it's crazy. I'm like, bro, y'all just doing it to yourselves. But yeah, bless their hearts, man. I hope they, I hope they find human, bro. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's really sad because it's like they got families, you know. Oh yeah. Have you ever had like anyone, you know, what's it called? Like when, like, have you ever let people like with your studio time, right? Like, do do people pay you? Is like anyone in? Like, how does it work? Um. So it's kind of. It kind of varies. It's just kind of honestly how I feel. Like right now, I'm working on my own music, so I'm um my prices are up and like I'm just more limited to like who I'm working with. Did did Mosey pay? Uh, yeah, Mosey ended up paying me. Uh, when I when I recorded Blueberry Figure, I did it for free, but obviously when a record gets released, you know, everyone gets everyone gets compensated for that. So. Yeah, so, but sometimes, you know, I'll be recording them just because I like recording them, and it's, and it's fun. And, you know, sometimes I record my bros just because it's fun, you know, and yeah. there's a couple of relationships that I've had where, you know, I just record them, and it's not even business, and it's just cool. But it just really depends, but it's like, if you're just a kid from Seattle messaging me, trying to record, it's like, I'm going to charge you because I don't, you know, I don't know you, and it's, you know, it's my business, and this is, you know, how I, how I provide for myself. And it's, you know, it's, it's an established business. So, yeah, I, I charge for studio time. But I honestly, I would rather make music that I, you know, love making and music that, you know, does something inside of me than, like, just getting paid to, like, do it. And that's kind of that's kind of the balance that creatives need to find with doing what they love and getting paid for it, you know, because it's, like, sometimes you know, you need bread and you need to go get some food and, you know, you need, you want nice things and, you know, like, so you'll just do stuff for money, but you got to be real careful to not, to make sure that when you do that, it doesn't impart, you know, your true love for it and like your authenticity and the, the organic connection that you have to it without the money. Cause sometimes it can just turn into a job if you're just doing it for the money, you know, of course, yeah. Instead of it, and, and it shifts from a job into a passion. You know, there's sometimes where I've recorded people where I haven't really wanted to record them. And there's also times where I really want to record someone, you know. So it just it just depends. Like, you know, not having really any guidance in this, it's like I kind of have to figure it all out for myself and kind of just trial and error and just be honest with myself, you know. Of course, bro. And I understand. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm sure even for you, like, if you, you know, start, if you start doing, you know, if you start doing real big things and, you know, people want you to interview them and, you know, like I mean, let's say yeah. their, their marketing team hits you up. Right. And they're like, Hey, like do this interview with this guy. And it's like, if the bag is right, you're probably going to say yes. And you're probably yeah. going to pretend like you care. About oh, yeah. This person. oh yeah. <laughs> you know? Let me be honest with you. Like uh, if you see like my past podcast, like this <laughs> summer, Bro, I made so much money literally just from like advertising people's video games and stuff. You know what I mean? Where to God? It was it was a it was a lot. It was just you know me advertising someone's game, and I would. <laughs> Wait, give me one sec, bro. You go. Bro's mom pulled up on him.
My bad, bro. Yeah, so back to what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> my mom is Shout out, mom. Yep. Hey, <laughs> she was, uh, what's it called, like, I would advertise people's games, right? And, like, it'd be, it'd be, prices would vary, like I said. Like, there's, like, some people who, I'm not going to say who I would not want to listen to at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's so boring. You know what I mean? Like, I literally have right. to, like, be doing sales on the side. Like, they'd be paying yeah. me, what, like, $500? You know, I didn't enjoy wow. it. But it's like, what, $500? Like, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm, what, like, 16? Like, I got to do that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, so, no, for sure. The same, like, sure. things would die. Like, there's a lot of things I didn't want to do, but. If it's for the money, you got to do it. You know what I mean? It's just, right. At least, at least no, I'm like sitting down thing. and just listening to someone better than like, you know, going to McDonald's and like doing this. No, because you know I mean? so, it's like, how, how long did it take you to do that, to make that 500? It, to be honest, it took like a little bit more than a year to like get that type of like reputation for advertising. No, but how, how long does it take you to do the work to get paid 500 bucks? It doesn't take that long. Maybe like, what, 20, 30 minutes to do one podcast. Bro, think about that. Out. That's a That's $1,000 an hour. Exactly. It's, it's a, yeah. No, bro, bro. People go to college their whole life to make less than that. Oh yeah. You know? So yeah. think about think about how much of a blessing that is. But that's just the that's just the reality is that like it's the world that me and you were born into, brother. Like oh, it's yeah. like money money makes the world go around. So it's like we gotta oh, find yeah. a way to we gotta do provide. what we gotta do. We gotta do what we gotta do. Exactly. You know? And then you know it's, it's like, just it's not that bad. You just listen to someone who you don't no, really it's, like. And you it's, know? And it's not always that deep, you know? It's exactly. not always that deep. And, you know, it's, it's exactly. a blessing to be able to help them too, you know? Oh, yeah. And so when I when I get in mindsets of I don't want to do stuff, it's like I got to remember that I'm helping someone. And, exactly. you know, and, and a lot of times, me and you, we're helping people that this is their dream, you know? Oh, yeah. So it's a it's an honor to be able to help someone in their dream. So Definitely, bro. Definitely. Well, Brendan, I think we went over just for everything. Is there anything you want to say, man? Nah, man. Other than anyone listening to this, I want you to know you're loved. Uh, I want you to know you're worth it. I want you to know that uh, that there's so much beauty inside of you, and that if other people don't see it, just take a long look in the mirror because it's there. So facts, that's what I gotta say. Facts, facts. But Brennan, I want to thank you so much for coming on the pocket. But that was thank you, bro. That was like that was, like you're really good at storytelling. Like, I was like into it, you know, like the most. <laughs> I definitely enjoyed that, bro. But yo, good luck for the rest of your life, bro. Like, I can't wait to Man. see what you do next. I appreciate it, bro. Let's let's stay in touch, all right? For sure, bro. For sure. All right, bro. Love. See you, bro. And we got, I'll see you guys in the next episode. And peace.